It's Claire Stevens here and today I'm sharing part one of how to eliminate the competition with two simple questions. There's a group of revolutionary photographers you've probably never heard of. We don't have huge online followings and yet we're creating consistent five-figure months on autopilot and our photographs are changing lives. Because our industry is so saturated, we've had to do things differently. We've had to do things smarter. And because photography is our bread and butter, we've had to be profitable from day one. So how are we doing it? Well, that's the big question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm your host and photographer, Claire Stevens. Welcome to the Shoot Booking Secrets podcast. I was about to launch into the seven step bookings on autopilot blueprint, But then I realized before I do that, there are two foundational questions that every business owner needs to define and be able to easily communicate before they even think about promoting their photo shoots. I was going to put them into one episode, but then I realized we might be here for a good hour if I did that. Plus, I really feel like they are two separate exercises. So they really do deserve their own individual episode. So these two questions are so important that when you join my coaching program, the Photography Business Accelerator, you don't get access to all the funnels and the automations and the tech modules until you have answered these two questions first. Because I know what happens when photographers skip this bit. They'll tell me that they're overwhelmed. They'll tell me that they aren't motivated. They'll tell me that they don't know what to write about in social media. They'll struggle with knowing what niche to focus on. And mostly, they'll tell me that their funnels don't work, that no one's buying, and that their market is saturated. Now, the saturated market is a big one. Photographers complain all the time about how every man or woman and his dog are a photographer these days, that anyone with a digital camera can be a photographer, that they can't compete with Mary Jane down the street who's charging $50 for a shoot and all the digitals. I remember I used to feel like this. I didn't feel like I couldn't compete with cheaper photographers though because I knew they wouldn't be around too long. So I didn't really care about those people. I remember when I started my business, I stalked all the photographers in Rose Bay, in Bondi, in Paddington. I was obsessed with Sue Bryce. I found out their prices. I walked past their studios and I felt like I would never be able to compete with them because they were so well-known and established. And then I saw two different quotes in succession that reframed everything for me about competition and completely changed my perspective and gave me the confidence to stop even bothering looking at the competition. The first quote was from Marie Folio, and this is what it was. No other person ever has or will have the unique blend of talents, strengths, and perspective that you have. I remember hearing that and suddenly thinking, oh my God, that is so true. There's not one other person on the planet that has the exact combination of my personality, my intuition, what I've been through and the lessons that I've taken from those experiences, what drives me to want to have what I want and do what I do, or my unique attitude. 
There's no one else out there with who has my optimism, my Virgo perfectionism, my maths nerdiness, my spontaneity, my ducks of the school intelligence. There's no one out there that who has felt my same heartbreaks, my same joys, my same disappointments the way that I have. There's no one out there who's driven by the same beliefs as me, who has the same values, who has the same family history passed down to them that I have. And even if somebody is out there has a similar style of photography as me, there is no one on the planet who has absorbed what I have absorbed from the different courses I've taken or from the different people who've mentored me. There's no one out there with the exact same skills and the same natural talent and creativity. You and I might see the exact same scene in front of us and yet we will take completely different photos because we all see things from our own unique perspective and experience. And because there is not one other person on the planet who is exactly the same as me, there literally is no competition. It does not exist. No matter what I do in my business or in my life, no one can compete with me because there is no one else out there the exact same as me. Isn't that the most liberating thing you've ever heard? I remember when I first started my business, I lacked confidence about my photography skills. But after I heard that quote, I realized I might not be Australian Photographer of the Year, but I know I make my clients feel at ease and relaxed. And this comes through in my photos and in my social media posts and in my communication with them. And that's why my clients choose to work with me. They are attracted to my energy as well as liking my photos. And it made me realize that I often bought from businesses because I liked the business owner or because I liked their story. So Samantha Wills is a prime example. So if you don't know who Samantha Wills is, she is a, an Australian jewelry designer and she had some awesome costume jewelry. And I didn't buy her jewelry because it was the cheapest or the most expensive, or the most well-known, or even the best. There were lots of other alternative places I could buy costume jewelry that was similar to hers. The reason I was a loyal customer of Samantha Wills was that I loved her story. I loved that she was a girl from Port Macquarie who started off her business by selling her homemade jewelry at the markets in Bondi. I loved that she was a beach girl. I loved her clothes and I loved her apartment, and I loved the fact that she lived just around the corner from me. I loved that she did both glam and she did no makeup, and she told stories about her Aussie dad in her feed and what a dork he was. To me, her story was and still is both relatable and aspirational, and buying her products made me feel a part of that. So yes, some people will want to work with the Australian Photographer of the Year. Some people might see my easygoing nature as too flippant or unprofessional or they just don't resonate with me at all. And I realise that's totally okay. I don't want to attract people who don't like me for who I am. Those people can self-select out of my social media and my feed. 
You don't need to focus on people who don't even resonate with you as a human being. You only need to focus on the people who like your photography and who like who you are fundamentally. Those are the people who will become your ideal clients. Now, it's one thing to say that competition doesn't exist and there's no one else out there on the planet that has your unique skills, talent, personality, life experience or perspective. It's a whole other thing to be able to communicate this so that those people who do fundamentally like you and your photography can find you and get to know you. And the place to start to be able to clearly define the answer and to be able to communicate that is to answer the two simple questions that we are covering on this episode and the next episode. And today we're covering the first question, which is, what do you sell? It seems so simple, right? But can you answer that right now? What do you sell? Skip this at your own risk because the photographers who can't answer this succinctly are usually the ones who struggle in their business. When you can clearly define this and communicate what you sell quickly and easily in your marketing, on your social media, in person, this becomes the backbone of your business and you'll feel clear, certain and confident. So, what do you sell? Most photographers will fumble and faff when they're asked this question. Oh, I'm a family photographer. Yes, I get what you do, but what do you sell? Uh, I sell photo shoots and photos. Your potential clients don't buy because you're a photographer. They aren't even buying the photos. And if you can't define and communicate what people are buying from you, how do you expect people to want to buy it? The people who are buying from you are buying from you because they believe that what you sell will help to solve a problem or fulfill a desire that they have. Some people call this an elevator pitch. Other people like Dan Henry call it a refined marketing statement. Whatever you call it, you should be able to say it in one sentence. So think about it. What problems do you solve or what desire do you fulfill with your photographs? For my business, here are some of the problems and desires that most photographers have. Okay, so most photographers think that they need a huge following or they need to win awards or they need to have five years experience before they can charge a certain amount or earn a decent income from photography. Some photographers uh, feel like they want to make money from photography, but they feel like raising their prices will mean less people will buy from them. Some photographers want more clients, but they also don't want more clients because it will create more work for them. So the idea of having more clients feels more overwhelming and so they're stuck. Some photographers want more consistency in terms of incoming inquiries, shoots and income. Some photographers know that there are better ways of doing things, but they just don't know what that better way is. Some photographers like the idea of selling online, but don't want to come across as icky, scammy or salesy. Some photographers might even know that they need automation, but that the tech 
overwhelms them or that they think they have to spend heaps of money on software. Other photographers might think that they should invest in a Facebook ads course instead of focusing on raising their prices or finding more clients or uh, using automation. And so what I do is I then turn those problems and desires into solutions. So if somebody asked me what I did or what I sell, if I was talking to photographers who might want to work with me, I would say something like this. I help photographers get bookings on autopilot and confidently raise their prices using funnels without being icky, scammy or salesy and without tech overwhelm. If I was at a barbecue talking to someone who wasn't a photographer, I'd probably say something a bit shorter and general like, I help photographers get bookings on autopilot and confidently raise their prices using funnels. When you break that statement down, you can see there are some fundamental elements to it. There's four elements, okay? So the first part is, I help. So if you're going to create this statement for yourself, so you can answer the question, what do I do, what do I sell? Based on your photography niche, who do you help? If you're just getting started in your business or you're struggling because you shoot so many genres, answer this question, who do you want to help most? Is it business owners, families, pregnant women, couples in love? And here's a hint, if you're struggling to define this because you do shoot so many genres, that's your first problem. If you're a family photographer and someone asks you to photograph an event, I'm not saying that you can't go out and do that shoot. As long as you have the technical ability, go ahead. However, if you are marketing yourself as the jack of all trades, you'll be seen as the master of none. And that's why people aren't buying from you. So, who do you help? The next part is, what do you do or what do you help those people be, do, or have? What do they really want that you can help them with? So, do your photos help them make more money, get more confident, escape reality, rediscover love, document history, collect memories? What do you help people do, be, or have? The third part is, What's the vehicle that you use to get your unique result? So is it documentary style, uh, an any time of day studio lighting, unique locations, highly skilled composite editing? What is the vehicle that you use to get your unique result? And then the fourth and last part is to cover the main things that stop your ideal clients from booking. So it might be beliefs that they have, alternatives that they think that they could get the same result, or maybe they've tried having a shoot before and they didn't get a good result. So you can communicate that using words like without, even if, or doesn't. And words like that will sort of help bridge that. So do they think it'll be too intimidating? Do they think they need to lose weight first? Do they hate having their photo taken? Do they have a husband who hates having his photo taken? Do they think that they need to pay a fortune before even seeing the photos? Do they think that they need to spend more money on top of the shoot, like for clothes or a fancy hotel room? Do they think that they need to spend money on something else for their family first? 
So then you put it all of that together into one sentence that rolls off the tongue and describes who you help and what you sell. So if I was marketing my branding photo shoots, I would say something like, I help business owners shine online through flattering and fun portraits that connect and result in more customers' confidence and cash. So now it's your turn. If you head over to shootbookingsecrets.com, you can download our elevator pitch formula, which helps you to come up with your own elevator pitch. You can, I would go and re-listen to that section that I just spoke about, mull it over until you come up with your own. It might take you a few goes or a few iterations, but you'll know when you've nailed it. It will feel right for you. It will feel like it rolls off the tongue. You'll feel a huge sense of relief and clarity. And when you practice it so that it does roll off the tongue, you will feel a million times more confident in yourself and in your business. And the best thing, it will make it so much easier for people to remember you. And most importantly, it helps your family, friends, and people in your network to refer you, which increases your word of mouth clients. So when someone says, oh, does anyone know someone who can help me grow my photography business on social media? My friends, family, and business besties say, oh, you need to talk to Claire Stevens. She helps photographers get bookings on autopilot and confidently raises their prices using funnels. How much easier does that sound, right? So make sure you don't skip this. Make sure you spend the time to re-listen to this episode, download that elevator pitch formula worksheet from shootbookingsecrets.com and get this done today. I promise you it's a game changer and you will feel so much better after you have created your own elevator pitch. Okay, so that's it for today. I'll be back in the next episode for part two of how to eliminate the competition with two simple questions. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I hope that you've gotten lots of ahas out of it. And if you have, take a screenshot on your phone right now and share it on socials for me and make sure that you tag me at Claire Stevens, so C-L-A-R-E-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S on Instagram or find me at Claire Stevens on Facebook. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shoot Booking Secrets podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you leave us a five-star review during our first month on air, you'll be offered a complimentary one-on-one photography business action plan call with me. And if you want to get your hands on some of my best free resources, such as the tools that I use and recommend for automating my marketing and sales, then head on over to shootbookingsecrets.com and you can grab it there. We will see you in the next episode. 